Hello from CNN. I'm Chris DeBeau with the five things you need to know for Thursday, September 21st. Ukraine's President Volodymyr Zelensky met with lawmakers in Washington this morning. And depending on how you look at it, his visit to seek more aid for Ukraine's counteroffensive against Russia could have either come at the worst or the most perfect time. That's because the House is still in crisis mode, trying to come up with a spending deal to avoid a government shutdown at the end of the month. And one of their big sticking points is how much funding the U.S. should be giving to Ukraine. Right now, some House Republicans are framing the question of aid as a choice between helping Americans or helping Ukraine, while others see it as a check on Russian aggression. House Speaker Kevin McCarthy called the meeting with Zelensky productive, but wouldn't commit to putting Ukraine aid on the floor for a vote. And a CNN poll from last month found that a majority of Americans are now against authorizing more funding for Ukraine. But whatever Congress decides, Zelensky won't be going home empty-handed, because the White House is expected to announce a new aid package for Ukraine when he sits down with President Joe Biden this afternoon. The Biden administration is sending some 800 active-duty troops to the southern border, as officials say migrant crossings are rising. Communities across the country are dealing with strained resources and overwhelmed facilities as a result, from towns as small as Eagle Pass, Texas, to cities as big as New York. Federal officials are still trying to figure out what's behind the latest surge, but say economic issues, disinformation from smugglers, and the climate crisis are driving migration to the U.S. overall. A lot of migrants seeking asylum in the U.S. have to wait years for their court dates. Many want to work in the meantime, And the Biden administration just made that easier by making hundreds of thousands of Venezuelan migrants eligible for work permits. It's something many state and local leaders, including New York City Mayor Eric Adams, have been requesting for a while now. Adams told CNN it's a great first step, but more federal assistance is needed in New York. We appreciate that 15,000 migrant asylum seekers are now something that we can look towards moving out of our care. But we still have, again, 10,000 coming a month and over 60,000 that are in our care. New York City has been cracking down on short-term rentals. A lot of listings on sites like Airbnb won't be available until property owners register with the city. New York says it's just enforcing existing laws and hopes this will alleviate the city's affordable housing crisis. And it's not just New York. Cities like Palm Springs, Atlanta, and Aspen are trying to rein in rentals that are less than 30 days, too. Airbnb has called New York City's move a de facto ban. Here's CEO Brian Chesky. When you take these Airbnbs down, I don't think the housing prices are going to go down, but I do think hotel prices are going to go up. After a more than 140-day strike, writers and four major Hollywood studios are finally making progress on negotiations. Both sides are meeting for the second day in a row today to hammer out a deal. But even if the writers do settle soon, that doesn't necessarily mean your favorite show will be back on air. The Actors Union is also on strike, and those negotiations are looking less promising. An expert said the economic impact of the dual strikes has surpassed $5 billion. And this comes as a separate strike is also taking a toll on the economy. Union auto workers continue to participate in targeted strikes against Ford, General Motors, and Stellantis. All three manufacturing companies have laid off or idled workers. Stellantis said yesterday it's temporarily laying off 68 employees in Ohio. But the United Auto Workers president warned more targeted strikes could come if negotiations don't progress by noon tomorrow. Up next, a media industry shakeup. 
the end of an era. Rupert Murdoch says he's stepping down as chairman of News Corporation and Fox Corporation. A statement from the two companies says Murdoch's decision will be effective mid-November. The 92-year-old media mogul will be appointed chairman emeritus of each company, while his son Lachlan will become the sole chairman of both companies. All right, that's all for now. I'm Krista Bow, and our next episode drops at 5 p.m. Eastern. Till next time. <laughs>